There we are. Hello, hello. How are you today? Welcome to this conversation about energy centers. Welcome to the unconditioned life. So for this conversation in this episode, I wanted to talk with you about your energy, the energy that moves through our body, how our emotions, how our stress affect that energy, and then how that affects your body. So if you feel like you're stressed, if you feel often overwhelmed or that you have anxiety, if you feel like you have body issues, like health issues in different parts of the body, whether it's digestive issues, um, migraine headaches, chronic pain, hopefully we'll shed some insight in this conversation as to how you might want to address those things in ways that you haven't done that before. So if you're watching live, please say hello, tell me where you're watching from. This is streaming in multiple places. I will definitely answer any questions if I see them in the moment. I don't see all the comments from everywhere, so I'll get back to you if I don't see them in the moment. But please ask questions if you have them. And um, what else do I want to say? Oh, grab, grab definitely something to write with. I think you're going to want to maybe take some notes about this. This will probably be a little bit longer than what we usually do. I try to stay under a half hour or say 20 minutes, but I think this information is going to go a little bit longer. <clears throat> so grab something to write with, say hello if you can, and let's dive right in. So we're talking about the energy centers, our life force energy. You know, the, the whole way that we're alive, that our bodies work, is because energy moves through our body. If that energy didn't move through, we wouldn't be alive, right? So um, how does that work? We are an electro electromagnetic field, so we are always drawing energy from the field, and then we're moving it through our body and putting it back out into the field. So that's the, the current and the way that it's supposed to go. So I have some slides for you that I'd like to share. These are from uh, a book um, by Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, some of his work. So if you can see this here, on this side is the more common ways, you know, some more familiar names, I would say. But these are the different energy centers of the body. Now, each energy center in our body has its own neurotransmitters giving and receiving messages to the brain. It has our own hormones, its, its own hormones that are helping regulate that center. It has its own biochemistry. So each center, you could say, is almost like its own little brain. And the energy is supposed to move in that center it's really just like another circulatory system. You can really think of it this way. We have three circulatory systems. We have our cardiovascular system, which moves the blood. We have our lymph system, which moves the waste products out. And we have our energy system. That's the one of the three that you can't see with your eye, although we do have the technology now to see it um, in different kinds of photography and, and also Anytime you go for a medical scan, a CAT scan, an MRI, any of those, they are reading the, the electromagnetic energy, right? That's what, that's what makes those scans be possible is to be able to see that. So we have this third circulatory system called the energy. And just like your blood is supposed to flow in a particular, you know, fashion in a particular direction same thing with your energy so if it gets jammed up if it gets pushed in the wrong direction which totally happens then we start to have problems 
So I hope that you can see this chart. These are the different energy centers, and I'm going to go through each one. I'm, I want to tell you what it does in the body. I want to tell you what it does like in our life and then how you can see imbalances. Because if you start to understand that, you'll start to see what's going on in your life, what's going on in your body, and how you can maybe address your energy centers to help that situation improve, okay? So we have seven that are in our body here, and the bottom one, the, the first energy center, which really exists right at the base of your torso right at like the perineum that's the energy center that governs the reproductive system the sex glands in particular so really you know right there at the perineum at the bottom that center is responsible for reproduction also elimination happens there um you know, it has all of its hormones that affect that the function of that area. It has all of its, as I said, its neurotransmitters and things like that. You know how your brain affects particularly these bottom three centers, right? But we'll go right there because when you're thinking about something, that center gets turned on. No pun intended. But if you're thinking about seeing your partner later tonight, you know, after you get home from work, that center can get turned on. You're not experiencing anything right now. You're just thinking about it. But there's a direct connection between the brain and each of the energy centers. And this is the obvious one that's the easiest to see, right? But um, so that center, as I said, responsible for reproduction, a huge amount of energy goes to creating a new person. And when you think about human beings, what do we need to do? We need to keep our species alive by creating new people. We need to stay fed and we need to stay protected. And those are the bottom three centers that, that are right there. So creating another human being. When this center is out of balance, so when, when the energy is not moving correctly through the center and it's not leaving to go up into the next center, this is what happens. You're going to see hormonal imbalances, particularly around the sex hormones. You're going to see behaviors like no, no sex, like totally cut off, or the opposite, oversexed. Maybe, you know, whatever that would look like. So oversexed or no sex is out of balance. And when it's in balance, then the energy and those chemicals are working appropriately, and then the energy goes up. To the next center so the next center is just below the belly button that's where digestion happens that's where we get our nutrients that's also where we create um, relationships are related to that center our social structure and our relationships so if you think about it we create and we have a baby the next thing we need to do now is feed that baby and create community Right. That's what we do as human beings. So what's happening socially is we're creating community. What's happening physically is we need to feed the baby. And now we've started to create like, you know, a little system. When there's imbalance in that energy center of your body, you're going to have digestive issues. Constipation um, is, is the most common, but any digestive issue, you might have poor nutrient consumption because the digestive system is not working well, um, anything like that. But, and also in your life, 
maybe jammed up relationships, relationships that aren't working smoothly. So that's also there. So you think about it. Two people come together, they create a baby. Now they're feeding the baby and they are creating community and their relationships and their social structure. When all of that's going well, the energy goes up to the next center. And the next center is called your solar plexus. It's right below your rib cage, but above your belly button. So right in that, it's like called your power center. That's the center that's responsible for, and again, it has its own neurotransmitters, chemicals, hormones, all of that. That's the center that's responsible for your place in the world. That's where competition, your drive for competition, your, um, you know, acknowledgement of power, if you feel like you need to fight someone for your place in the world. So as I said, with the first center, when you think of something, that center can get activated. So the same thing with number two and number three. When you're thinking about food and going out to dinner tonight and what you're going to eat, that center gets turned on. You start to salivate, mm, thinking about the meal, right? When you're in the third center, that's the place for your putting a stake for your place in the world. That's where competition occurs. That's where you do things with your physical body to make sure you are safe. So in that center, that's where your adrenals are. That's where you are, if you feel threatened, fight or flight is gonna kick in. If you um, are in an argument with somebody, if that center is out of balance, you might be somebody who's angry all the time, who's driving down the road and road rage kicks in, or you're just, you know, you're just always looking for a fight. You're always, you know, walking around with your fists up, pretty much, so to speak. Or the opposite of that, out of balance, would be someone who is really unsure of themselves, someone who questions themselves, is always looking for external validation, maybe somebody who has low self-esteem. Those would be the two out of balances for that center. And again, the thinking, if you're thinking about an argument you had, or if you're thinking about how you're going to take on somebody and you need to, you know, it's going to be a fight, that center gets turned on. So just the thinking about it will get your adrenals going and will kick in your cortisol, which is why people spend a lot of time thinking thoughts that keep them really stuck because there, there's a direct correlation. So we don't want to stay stuck and we want the energy to move through appropriately and not out of balance. When all of that's going well, you create a baby, you're feeding your family, you have a social structure, you have community, and you're feeling like you're safe in, in your place in the world, you're feeling like you're not threatened, things are good. Now we move up to the fourth center. These bottom three are very much related to our humanness, what it is to be a human being. The top four are related to more of our spirituality and then to our divinity and to our connection to God. So when you're stuck in stress and you have a lot of your energy pulled down here at the bottom, you're not really experiencing your own spirituality. You're not experiencing 
the way that you could be, your connection to God. You're not getting divine messages and here and your intuition and things like that. So it's here at this fourth center where that starts to happen. When we start to move energy up from the bottom into our fourth center, that's our heart center. That's where we create from. The heart is actually much bigger of an influence on your body than your brain. The heart is constantly giving the brain more information and then the brain acts on the information from the heart. So if you're afraid, you feel it in your in your heart and your heart tells your brain, I'm afraid, and then the brain sends out the message, okay, we need to do this. So the heart is always giving the brain a lot more information than the brain is giving the heart. When you have all of these lower centers working well and you're in balance, then the energy keeps moving up and moves up into the heart. And that's where you are feeling love. You have the experience of love. You're giving love. You're receiving love. You feel creative. All of those good things in your life. Okay. When that is working well, well, let me say first, when that's out of balance, that's when you are very shut down, not experiencing love in your life, not really able to receive love. So a lot of people I work with have a hard time receiving love. They sort of have a wall up. So that's what can happen at that center, but also giving love. You know, they're, they're in relationships, they're doing their thing, but that really fully giving themselves and expressing their love can get jammed up. So that's the fourth center. If all of that's going well, you have your, your family, you're feeding them, you've created a, a social structure, you feel safe in the world, you're experiencing love, giving and receiving. When all of that is going well, you want it, the energy moves up and that moves into your throat, which is the next center here. And that's where you want to shout out about it. You want to share yourself. You want to tell people what you feel good about, you want to share your life. So you want to tell, you know, and speak your truth. That's the other thing is because you're balanced and you're not feeling threatened and you haven't shut down your self-esteem, you feel comfortable speaking your truth. You feel comfortable, you know, having appropriate boundaries. Like, no, that's not okay with me. Somebody who's not comfortable speaking their truth, like what's right for them when we say speaking their truth, being authentic to themselves. When we're not authentic, that means we're stuck down here because we're trying to either make somebody else happy or we don't feel comfortable saying what's really so for us or we don't know how to give um, boundaries or we always feel like we're have our sword and our shield up so we don't feel safe to, to share ourselves, all of those things, that's what's going on. But if, if all of that is in balance and the energy is moving well, you feel safe to speak your truth of who you are, to express boundaries, all of that, okay? Then the next one going up, it's hard to see in this picture, but the next one would be if I could put my finger through my mouth to the back of my throat, and also in the back of my head and go down, right? So here, go down where those two fingers would intersect is the next center. And that is where the pineal gland is. That's where the pineal gland is really 
Like think of it as your antenna to God, your antenna to divine input, information. Remember I said the bottom three are all about being human. The top four are where we connect to what's divine in us, where we connect to our intuition, to our guidance from God. And that the pineal gland is like the antenna of receiving that information. So when you're certain in who you are and you're feeling love and you're expressing it, now you're at a place and you've got plenty of energy moving up into there to be able to receive the information that God wants you to know that your intuition is telling you. And then the next one at the top would really be here in the, the front of the brain where the pituitary gland, gland is. The pituitary gland is responsible. It's like the master gland for everything in the body. So the pituitary gland tells the thyroid to start making thyroid hormone. It tells the thymus, I didn't mention the thymus, but the thymus is a gland right under your breastbone in your heart center. That is the master gland for your immune system. I think something like 1,100 different biochemicals get produced from the thymus gland that operate your immune system. So keeping you healthy, able to you know fight viruses and bacteria and rogue cancer cells that show up, all of that is what your immune system does. That thymus gland is the one in charge of that, and it's getting its information from the pituitary. So that top energy center running the pituitary, your thyroid, your thymus, then your adrenals, telling the adrenals, pump out cortisol or go ahead and relax, we're safe. Then telling the next gland down is your pancreas, that's in the next center down, that metabolizes your food that keeps your blood sugar stable and your energy and then at the bottom are the reproductive glands so the pituitary gland that top center there it really cascades down into everything so the way we want our energy to go we want energy to move up through our our lower survival centers into our upper creative and divinity centers up to the top out into, and I'm going to show you another slide, but there's a field around us, an energy field around us. Fill out that field and it'll come back up and around. So it's creating a constant movement of energy is the way that it's supposed to work. So now let me show you the next one. Okay, I got to make this bigger so I can see it. Okay, so how does energy get stuck? Right? What would make that happen? This is how I think of it. Energy to me is a lot like water, and that makes it easier to understand because we've seen water, we're familiar with water, we know the properties of water, right? So water wants to move, it wants to flow. You see a river or a creek, the water wants to flow. When it comes up against a rock or a dam, it will stop. It will change direction. You can create a dam and change the flow of the water, right? That's what happens with energy. It wants to move in the ways that it's meant to move, but if it comes up against something, it'll stop. It'll go in another direction. Also, just like water. So water, can, you can create like natural whirlpools or whirlpools are created. I'm not saying I can create them, but natural whirlpools. So water might flow. And then because of the structure around it, a, a whirlpool 
gets set up and the water kind of stays there and goes around and around. Same thing happens with energy. How and why does that happen? So especially for, well, it's only for these three. You notice the ones at the top, energy doesn't get stuck. It moves through when you're feeling love and you're speaking your truth and you're connected to God and you're feeling your intuition. There is no stuckness. It's moving through. It gets stuck in our bottom three because our bottom three are survival. Our bottom three are the ones where we're, when we need to fight, when we need to um, protect ourselves, all of that, when we're trying to, st to survive, that's when. Um, energy gets stuck here. And I didn't say, I don't think I said anyway, for the second one, it's not only digestive issues, but you'll also see food or eating um, disorders. So when there's an imbalance here, binge eating or excessive dieting, either way, or however those different things might show up. So we always see the stuckness here in these lower energy centers. Those are the energy centers of survival, of being a human being, but really stuck in survival. And what causes the energy to, to get stuck? Things like trauma from things that have happened in our, our childhood. So anything in this list, the energy is going to get stuck right at the bottom, the reproduct reproductive center. It's also where um, elimination happens. So people sometimes we'll see issues with constipation or digestive issues and they have any of these things in their in their life in their life experiences so sexual addiction sexual anxiety um, confusion and pain trauma from being molested anything like that is going to show up in that first center in the second center that is if you remember or if you weren't here at the beginning, I talked about that second center, and that's where we create our social structure. That's where we create our community. That's where we, um, you know, really have started to get a sense of who we are in our, in our relationships. So if you are having any of these emotions that are staying in your body, you feel shame, you feel guilty, you have pain, pain that doesn't go away or emotional pain, but pain like let's just say you were in a car accident and you're in a car accident and you know you have pain in your body. All of that will cause the energy to get stuck here in that second center. If you have feelings of unworthiness, so so many of the women that I speak with, myself included, I had to really learn how to heal from unworthiness, shame, lack is here. If you are a person who lives a lot in scarcity and lack, life seems really hard. It's difficult to have money. You're always like scrambling and feeling scarce. Anything like that, your energy is stuck in your second energy center. And then in the third one, which is the, the one around competition and fight or flight in the adrenals, that would be if anywhere that you have issues with control. So I'm trying to give you examples where you might see it in your body or you might see it in showing up in your life or both. You can have both. So you might see health issues or you might see things in your relationship. You're very impatient. You need to control things. You feel super competitive with people, um, things like that. So that's 
how our energy gets stuck in those centers, okay? Now, let me take that away. Let's see. Okay, so when you're living in those bottom centers and your energy is really stuck there, if you've ever gone to acupuncture, a lot of Chinese medicine, they talk about your life force energy, the word chi, like in Tai Chi, chi means your life energy. When you're stuck in survival down here, you're a consumer of the energy field. So you're constantly consuming the energy because it's being stuck in these first three centers. So when you're a consumer, you're actually diminishing your life force. So you're feeling fatigued, depleted, you know, exhausted, heavy in your body, not a lot of energy to get throughout your day. You're consuming your life force energy. And, you know, we can see this with technology. I can't see it with my eyes. I think some people do see energy around people, but we definitely have the technology now to see it and to measure it. And so we can see because it's electromagnetic, um, we can see how that energy field is. Is it nice, nice and healthy or is it really being diminished? But you know by how your life is occurring for you. You know by how you feel every day. When we have our energy moving up, see how it's all of the centers are lit up and over here they're not, they're dark. When all of the energy is moving up into each center. Now it's going up and out the head. You're not consuming anymore. You're actually producing and contributing to your own life force. When you spend time in your heart, when you spend time connected to God, when you listen to your intuition, when you feel safe and you feel safe enough to speak your truth, you're contributing to your life force. You're contributing to your energy and how you feel throughout the day. So let me take that away. Um, so again, say hello. I can see that people are watching, but I don't. I can't see from where, and I can't see any comments. So if you've put any comments, I have not yet seen them. Let me just see if there is one more. Okay. Um, I wanted to move that. I have one more, but I can't seem to bring it up. Hold on one second. Here we go. Okay. Hi from Alabama. Okay, thank you. Thanks for saying hi. Just, just because I can see people are watching and I always worry if somebody's asking a question and I can't see it. This is one example of being stuck in anger because anger is a survival emotion, right? So let me make this bigger so I can see it. So here's what happens in terms of our, our energy. We're thinking and feeling anger. And if you notice that that happens a lot for you, you know, you get up, you start your day and your intention is to be, is to have a great day, but pretty quickly you're, you're ticked off. It might be out on the road. It might be with your kids. It could be anywhere at your job, all of the above. Right. So what happens is here in your brain, you start to have these thoughts. I'm really angry. I'm not. I'm under. I'm underpaid. 
I'm stressed out, I'm overworked, life isn't fair, my boss is a jerk, all the kinds of thinking, right? When you have those thoughts, that sends very particular neurotransmitters. Remember at the beginning, if you were here at the beginning, I said each center has its own neurotransmitters, its own connection to the brain, its own hormones. So the neurotransmitters that would go out when you're having the thoughts of anger are very particular and they are going to trigger certain hormones like cortisol because if you're angry there's a problem your body thinks you need to fight so you're going to trigger cortisol the same thing for fear the same thing for frustration i mean you know they're all kind of nuances bottom line is it's fear so when that happens now follow the arrow the, these thoughts and those neurotransmitters are going to turn on that third center. That's where the adrenals are. That's where your cortisol is going to kick in, right? So it's going to kick in here, turn that on. When this is turned on, now, because your fight or flight center is turned on, you're going to have thoughts that keep looping the same kind of thoughts. You're sending the message that creates the same thoughts. So you're sort of going over and over and over again. That's how you're staying stuck in that center. If you, you know, um, if we did this same sort of graphic with one of the other ones. So if you think about some of the other topics that were contributing to being stuck here. So what did we say about the second one? Shame, guilt, lack right? Unworthiness. So let's just use this same graphic. You'd have thoughts of, I'm not good enough. Um, who's going who's gonna to want me? I can't do this. People are going to notice that I'm not, I don't measure up. You know, I don't want to go because I don't feel good. And I don't think I look good enough. All of the judgment, the shame that you might hold the lack of self-love. Okay. Any of those kinds of thoughts, they would create different neurotransmitters than what anger does, but there would be neurotransmitters nonetheless. There would be a, a whole biochemical cascade in your body, which would then go to this center instead of this one. And the energy would get stuck here because you'd, you'd feel, and you know when you feel like shameful, you usually feel it in your belly, right? Like guilty about something, I shouldn't have done that. I hope nobody realizes he's not going to like me. All that stuff, right? You feel that in your belly. That makes you think more of the same thoughts. And now you're in a, a loop about that shame or whatever. You could do the same thing for the bottom one. So we don't have to walk through it again. I think you get the, the picture. Let me just take that out. Okay, so what's important, well, I think all of it's important, but the takeaway that I think could be helpful is look for areas in your life. Look for, oh, hi from Indiana. Thank you for saying hi. Um, look for areas in your body. So things in your body will tell you, things in your life will tell you, where am I out of balance? 
in my energy centers. And then we do things to, to start to get those energy centers back. I see some new people coming on. Hello, thank you for listening. And we've been talking for about the past half hour on the energy centers. I just did a whole thing where we walked through each energy center, what it's for in your body, what it governs in your life, how to notice imbalances, what you'll see in your life, the way it should function and the way the direction it should move. And so the last piece is just like, okay, what do I do with that? So start to notice, get into your body, because that's the other thing is that when people are in fight or flight, when people are really stressed, they stay up here. They stay thinking, 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 worrying, thinking, worrying, and they get really dissociated from their body. So you want to just stop and get like drop down into your body. When I say drop down in your mind, get out of your mind and let your energy and your attention go into your body and just notice what am I feeling? Where am I feeling this? Oh, I'm feeling like pressure in my chest or I'm feeling like ugh, like contraction in my stomach. Okay, that tells us, are you feeling shame? Are you feeling anger like because where you feel in your body could be a strong clue also what are you thinking and then you want to try to move the energy so just like water remember i said it's a lot like water it's not that mysterious people are like oh moving the energy and like what is that and it's like some magical thing it's not it's really not it's it's just like water if you needed to move water through a container what would you do? You would like squeeze the container. If you needed to move toothpaste, how, let's do that. If you wanted to move toothpaste up your tube of toothpaste, you would start squeezing at the bottom and that would push the toothpaste up, right? If you had, um, if you have a water bed, you sit on one side of the water bed and all the water goes over to the other side, right? It's the same thing. You want to move energy through your body it is helpful to look at what you're thinking. It is helpful to know what emotions you tend to live your life in. And then it is helpful to know what is my body feeling. And it is helpful to know what issues exist in my life. All of those are clues. Our whole physical presence, our physical body, our health, what we are, have in our life, it's all a representation of where our energy is, how our energy is moving, what we're focusing on, because your energy will go where you think. That's another way to help move your energy is what are you thinking about? Whatever you thinking of, think about is where your energy is going to go. Okay? So look at all of those pieces, and you can start to move energy by using your muscles, squeeze your muscles to help move it up. Your breath will help move your energy. Your thoughts will help move your energy. But if you're doing all of the things for your health, let's just say you have digestive issues and you're doing all the things and you've put yourself on a really restricted diet and you're doing cleanses and you're all the things, but you haven't addressed emotionally how your energy might be stuck down there. You haven't addressed. So what did we say? That's the second center. What did we say are the emotions that are related to that? shame, unworthiness, lack, guilt. If you haven't addressed those issues and where that shame came from, and let me tell you, it's 
always somewhere in the past, right? It's always something that's been showing up, especially if now you have an issue in your body, that's because there's a long-term presence there. So if you don't address that, if you don't address how you're living in stress, no diet in the world is going to fix your digestive issues. It might improve. It might make you feel better for a while, but it's not going to get you back to having a normal function because your whole, remember I said three circulatory systems, your third one, your energy system is not flowing the way it could be or should not the way it should be. So if your blood wasn't flowing in the right direction, what would that do to your body? Stuff wouldn't work, right? You can't live that way, not healthily. So whether it's digestive issues, whether you have issues in your relationship, whether you have anger issues, whether you have pain in your body, that's the other thing. Chronic pain, when you can't get rid of pain, no matter what you do, maybe it started with a car accident or something else, maybe even not. But if pain is staying and you've done the physical therapy and you take the anti-inflammatories and you try to exercise, you know, start with all of those things probably and then look because the stuck emotion, emotion has an energetic frequency. Our cells are meant to work at a particular frequency. If they are getting disrupted by the frequency of anger or the frequency of shame that's staying in there, your cells can't work. They need the, the right frequency to do their job. So that's going to cause pain in your body. It's going to keep inflammation in your body. So all the surgeries, all the anti-inflammatories, all that stuff, that's just a constant coping when the root cause is what emotions you're holding, what's your energy stuck, how are you staying in a stress fight or flight, which is keeping you in those bottom three centers, okay? All right, I love spending this time with you. I hope that was helpful. It's a huge part of the work that I do with my clients. And we work on all of it in, in, in the one main program. I work with people in a lot of different ways. But in my one main program, we, go, we take all of it on. What are we thinking? How do we need to change our thinking? How do we need to calm our body? You're welcome. Facebook user said, thank you so much. How do we need to calm our body so we can actually tell those adrenals shut off? How do we change our thinking? How do we move your emotions out? Where is that affecting your energy centers? Okay. So all of that really, you know, needs to be done to really shift and transform your life. If you have any questions about that, how do I do that? How could I work with you? You know, it's one thing to keep trying Band-Aids. It's something else to really go through the process. And there is nothing better than going through the process so that you actually can change what's going on. Transform your body and your life. Okay? So I'll see you on Friday. We'll do another topic on Friday. Um, if you have something that you want to talk about, maybe there's something in your life that you're like, you know, this has been my struggle. Can we talk about it? send me a message and I'll see if I can create one of our um, episodes around that. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. I'll see you Friday. Ciao.